Well, that's part of the reason why we do this podcast, these interviews, is because I'm only 40 years old, but in the last 37 years, I can tell a difference. We no longer say, learn from history, or we're bound to repeat it. Yeah. Especially now, in the last few years, especially here in America, when a group of people don't like something that happened in the history, instead of educating people to prevent it from happening again, they're trying to erase it all. Yeah. And if you erase something, 60 years from that point, how do you prevent it from happening? Because people don't believe that it happened to begin with. Exactly. And so it's very, very important, and that's why I do a lot of the things I do at museums, is to not only remind people and educate people that the war happened, but the reason the war happened and why it's important to study and know your history so that these things don't happen again. Yeah. And it concerns me greatly that especially with these college kids. Right, right. Instead of confronting something that's scary and learning from it, they want to turn their backs and have somebody sweep it away. Yeah. And that's a very dangerous thing. Absolutely. Especially now that our history books are becoming digital. Yeah. I'm all for if you want to have digital fiction books, but we need to keep our history books in a hard copy because digital is too easy to edit. Exactly. If you don't like something, you can just highlight it, delete, save, and it's gone. Whereas if you have your hard copy books in your libraries, in people's homes, the truth will always remain. Right, right, right. I I tell you, I love America, but in all areas. I just have a problem with the foreign policy and diplomacy a little bit. Ask the question, who wants to fight America? Nobody. Why not make and adjust your foreign policy and diplomacy on this notion? If you push a crazy guy like this Mr. Un whatever in North Korea, if you push this guy Kim Jong un Kim Jong un if you push this guy in the corner where he loses his life, he's doing dumb things. Yeah. There is no question about it. This is what he's going to do. He has nothing to lose anymore. This is what he's doing. This ideal, you know, for, you know. And I think America should say more, not what they want, what they don't want would be the better way to come to a more uh, uh, understandable uh, uh, diplomacy. Couldn't agree with you more. After the war, and as you got older, I know at some point you became a pilot, but let's let's talk about your your growing up in post-war Germany. Mm-hmm. Did you go on college? What path did your life take, and how was it affected by the things that you had gone through? Obviously, you know, you grew up hard times. You knew what it was like to live through hell, and that probably gave you a greater outlook and realized everything else in the future is a gift and not to squander it. Right. What did you do after you graduated high school and you and you started down the road as a young adult? Well, this is see, this is another thing where, where Germany has... Uh, just for instance, America uses millions for 
uh, apprenticeship programs. Okay. Millions for apprenticeship programs. Germany use billions for apprenticeship programs. That's the difference. Educating their citizens in a skilled this trade. That's the difference. You hire someone, it doesn't matter in what trade he, he is, where he comes from. If he has a master's degree and you hire him as a plumber, as it is, you don't have to explain him nothing. He knows it. Mm-hmm. He, he's been through this. You know, this is basically what you. This is the. It's not only that. Also, my the way I am and what I achieved. I was raised for success. Period. That was my mother. That was my mother. In experience, she came. She came home one time. Said, "I just want you to know, I was 19 years old. On Monday begins be, begins your." Uh, Preschooling for your master's degree. I said, Mother, I cannot do this. She said, Do you want to tell your mother what you cannot do and do? On Monday you go to school. He said, I said, Mother, I have to have five year apprenticeship after my three years to learn my trade. Then I have to five years before I be eligible even to make a master's degree. You cannot tell your mother. I was talking to your boss where you work for, and I was in all the institutions. If your boss and they say he is capable to do it, you can do it. The only difference is you get not handed out your master degree. You get handed out after those five years. But this has nothing to do. Fritz is going to school on Monday. Simple as that. (laughs) Case closed. No more question. That's it. And this is the way I just, this is my answer to, this is the way I was raised. Yeah. Either you do something perfect or you don't do it. Because you're putting your name on it. <sighs> my mother's name was on my father's name. Yeah. Think about it. This is the worst thing for parents if children embarrass them in, in the public. Horrible. I was with my daughter. Drove. There was no car available. I laid down. I had bikes and all kinds of stuff. My daughter, she was approximately three years old. We've been driving with the train. The train was, all seats were taken. There came an a, a old la- older lady from the market, heavy, like, and, and all kinds of stuff. And uh, and I said to my daughter, let's get up. She said, no. And on the other side was sitting a young mother with her child also. She said, this, she, your daughter didn't have to get up. She paid too. And I squeezed my daughter in her leg, you know. You wouldn't see, you wouldn't believe how, how quick she was <laughs> up, you know. And let this old lady sit. Come on. You know, it's all what, you know, this is, this in little things, you know, which has a huge impact. I guarantee she, she still talk about this in those days. And she's already 55, 54, you know, my daughter, you know, yeah. When I was younger and my parents were split up and they were trying to find their way in life, from about my, when I was two until about seven, my grandmother and my grandfather raised me and my grandfather was in the war. And it was in Kentucky and so there was a lot of yes ma'am, no ma'am taught to yeah. us. Mm-hmm. Fast forward 38 years now when I'm at a grocery store or in an office and I say yes ma'am, no ma'am, mm-hmm. that is so foreign to people. They think, they always ask me, were you in the military? 
I'm like, no, I was just raised by people who taught me courtesy and how to talk to my elders and to how to have decorum in society. Absolutely. And the fact that something as simple as yes, ma'am, or no, sir, to a complete stranger, that they, they are almost yeah. offended by it because they're, they're not used to it. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's very concerning. When I listen, when I listen sometimes to anything on TV or so, that makes me so mad when the opposite me and mm-hmm. I learned this as a child already. You always mention yourself at the end, last, last at the end. You know, yeah, <laughs> this is so crazy. You know, <laughs> well, and they've actually they have actually changed that in the education system now, where it is no longer wrong to say me and Bob yeah. instead of Bob and I. Yeah. So, I understand later in your life you became a professional soccer player. Mm-hmm. At what age did you get the soccer bug? When did, were you very, very young? Obviously, soccer is predominant in Europe, in that, in that side of the world. At what age did you start playing soccer? As soon as I could walk. As soon as you could walk? My father was a great soccer player. Because all you need is a ball and a little bit My of grass. My brother was wordless. My brother was... Had nothing to do with sport. He was a different. My brother was a learner more so. I did not like to learn a lot, theoretically. And I'm not a reader either. Yeah. You know? I have a hands-on. I'm artistic more so. My brother was, but soccer. Well, I was, I was guided in soccer as, as I said, as soon as I could walk. You know. Yeah. I have thousands of pictures, you know. <laughs> My God. <laughs> How old were you when you were actually hired on to a professional soccer team? Nineteen? 19 Twenty years old? Yeah. I was even I was even uh, popular before I had gotten to the United States in nineteen sixty. Even before that there's there is a there is a, I have the things over there which says in the newspaper Fritz Lindebach is going to America. I mean, I was very uh, well known uh, in in advance already, you know. Yeah. What team did you play for when you came here? Here, I played. Well, that was <laughs> that was actually. Uh, I played for Cape Cod, as a matter of fact. But my concentration over here was not necessarily anymore on soccer. That was business oriented. This is how I came over here too, you know. Uh, I was represented from my uh, ex-company to open a bakery over here. And uh, that was actually my, my mission, you know. But uh, the problem, we find out the problem was that is we could never... Sadly, I have to say, I have never met anybody here in America. And I had a couple of uh, uh, jobs, different jobs where I really could learn something from, you know. You never had a true mentor no. over here? No. No. And I, I've been in all kinds of school, in culinary school, in decorating school, in, you know, there is nothing what I... I miss this, I have to say. I miss this a lot. The same like flying. <laughs> I miss it, you know. Went from one day to another, you know, I have no more... At what age... No more obligation, you know. At what age did you become a pilot? I... Became a pilot in uh, in uh, eighty one. Over in Germany or over here? Here, here in the United States. Yeah. 
Did you fly commercially or no? Just only private, private pilot, but I also have the uh, instrument rating. Yeah, that was another experience. I was <laughs> I was in in San Augustine with a lady at the time, and uh, the weather has gotten bad. And then I said, "Let's go. We have to take off, you know." And then I gave her the section. I said, "Can't you take a look?" Then I looked over. She had the whole thing upside down. I said, oh, get no. And then at the same token, I heard the tower talking. I was over the airport. <laughs> I was over the airport in Orlando. I tell you. And then I said, "Well, logic, you know, the best thing. This is what I learned in life too. Uh, common sense." I would, would never believe Lee, how less people have common sense. I thought this is what the majority of people have common sense, you know. No, I was so dead wrong, you know. This is what helped me at the time. I did not answer, of course, at the time when the tower talked to me, but I thought, now we're going to fly west, I hell with it, go in the golf. Yeah. <laughs> this is where you'd be safe, you know. <laughs> That's what I did, you know, so I got out of that. I landed in in Fort Myers, that's it, instrument rating. That yeah. was my, yeah, for instrument rating, which is a difficult a difficult process. It's not easy. You really have to learn for instrument rating. Yeah. 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 No, I couldn't agree with you more. As a child growing up, even more back then, you were taught to respect your elders. Never in a million years did you think that so many adults were so goddamn stupid. <laughs> It's like, you, as a child, you thought, well, he's an adult, he's got to know what he's talking about, I've got to listen to him. And now that you're an adult, you're looking around like, yeah, everybody's stupid, yeah. unreliable, undependable. Some people... How are these people alive? How are they taking care of children? Exactly. Some, there are some people that say something, there is not even an answer to it. Yeah. They say something so stupid, you know. Why you do this? Oh, God, yeah. Common sense, oh boy. Well, common sense and the ability to even just put on the appearance that you're in control of a situation. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what that situation is. Perfect example. Yeah. I was at a big box home goods store. Yeah. I needed a part for my sink. Yeah. Employee was walking my way. I asked him, hey, where can I find this? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I work in this department. And yep. scurried off. Oh, God. Now, I've worked in those yep. positions. What you say is, sir, I'm not quite sure. However, once I'm done with this customer, I will find out that answer yeah. and we'll get you yeah. taken care of. Yeah. Even if you're not in control, yeah. at least put up the appearance. Yeah. yeah. Not just, uh... And I learned also, this is where intelligence comes into play. There are a lot of smart people around. Mm-hmm. But if they are not intelligent... They talk so many dumb things and never know when to shut up. Intelligent people, they don't have to be smart. They know when they have to shut their mouth. This is the difference. And this is what a lot of people don't understand. This has to do with intelligence. They can be forever not educated, but they know when to shut up. Exactly. The first millionaire I've ever worked for was in California. And he told me, you know what your problem is? He's like, you don't listen to respond. You wait to talk. And when you're waiting to talk, you're not listening to what you're being told. You're not learning anything because you're going through your what you want to say in your head while that other person is talking. 
He said, shut up, listen, process, and then respond. Exactly. Don't have... Don't interrupt anybody when they talk. Let them talk and let them talk. The more they talk, the more you learn. <laughs> and don't have your answer ready before their talk is done. Because you're not you're not replying, you're just uh, given an excuse. Yeah, right. <laughs> This is crazy. Uh. If there's something that you want to get out to the new generation, anything that you learned from your experiences living in Germany, especially during the wartime, I mean, you firsthand witnessed the horrors that men can do to one another. If there was a message that you want to get out to people, what would that message be? Education. And listen to people who know more than you do. Basically. My, my, yeah. Well said. About 10 years ago, I, I stumbled across the realization. In my opinion, the biggest joke that God has played on man, no matter how old you are, when someone older than you tells you, hey, don't do that, I've done it, the outcome's not what you're going to want it to be. It doesn't matter if they're 19 and you're 15, they're 40 and you're 30. They're 60 and you're 50. More often than not, you think, he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. I'm younger. We know what's going on. And people don't listen to somebody who has more life experience than they do and who's been there. It seems no matter what age you are, you feel that you're no more, you're smarter, and you'll figure it out for yourself. And I think that... Is a horrible way to go through life. Absolutely. Anybody has the option to meet very smart and intelligent people and then not do it. Why does this, the drug problems is such a big issue in this, this opioid problem in this country. Why do they have to try everything and know exactly what the problem is going to be, you know? Why they have to, this is, this case always goes in the same direction, actually. You know, my old uncle I mentioned earlier, who was in World War One, he always said, he said, he was a very simple, normal, upbringing human being. Knows what's right, did in his life uh, uh, whatever anybody uh, normally is doing and stuff like this. He built his own house and then that family. He always said. He always said, I am so smarter than there. I said, why, 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 why do you say this? He says, because I'm older. <laughs> He says, I'm older. Yeah. He was a smart man, really. <laughs> And I think that's one of the other downfalls to Western society, is we don't put the value and importance on our seniors yeah. as other cultures do. Yeah. It, it almost seems that, ironically, the more quote-unquote primitive the society is, the more importance and quality they put on their elders so they can learn right. what they've learned, whereas more the quote-unquote civilized or progressive people or societies, they just, once again, I, I'm younger, I know more, I'll figure it out on my own. And once again, that's a very dangerous thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because not only are you losing history, you're losing knowledge. Yeah. You're losing yeah. life experience. Yeah. 
you block yourself from being open, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing yourself a great disservice by not learning from other people and especially more successful people. Yeah. Nowadays it's it's like people have such shame yeah. when their life isn't where they quite want it to be. But ex instead of learning from more successful yeah. people and trying to be around more successful people to learn to take that knowledge in, yeah. they would rather be the king of the less successful yeah. people. Yeah. Instead of learning stuff, they yeah. can just feel better about themselves because yeah. I'm doing better than X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Instead of being the guy at the low end, yeah. trying yeah. to learn from these people to figure out how to advance their life. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is something where I have to say, in Germany we have... is. I believe we have the best program when it comes down to trades and stuff like this. This has nothing to do the people that they are as smart and not as smart than anywhere else. Just the program is a different one. You get into a program, you get tested, constantly tested. You get const and this is very important. They wanna, they wanna uh, get out of the. Uh, uh, black work, you know, working under the table. They want to eliminate this under the table working, you know. And what they try to do? This been a few years ago. They try to to eliminate master degrees in certain trades. Okay. That was the dumbest thing what they have done, and they reversed it again. But after it's been reversed, it's it's another problem. Because that that don't agree to the reversal, you know. Mm -hmm. So this is a, it's a it's a it's, but they're getting there again where they're supposed to be. Tests is important. There is no question about it. So it would seem, like you said, they instead of trying to encourage or to make people work for the master degree, well, instead of making them feel bad because they're not able to succeed, we'll just get rid of the master degree. Yeah. So that everyone can achieve. They lower the whole standard of, you lower of the standard. all trades, you know. Yeah. And then that technically, if now no one can succeed because you can't get to that level of exactly. education. Yeah. And I would agree with you. I have quite a few German clients in mm -hmm. my my business world, mm -hmm. and I work on computers and networking for a living. I go to the American counterpart, and I ask for some information whether it's a password whether it's something to do with their network yeah they don't know i ask my german clients they always say one second they go get a book <laughs> they get that book everything is written in there almost to a t every german client i have everything's documented everything's exactly what they know they have and so it's just so much easier to work with because they have that education or the just the design the importance on documentation research and just making it easier on yourself because if this is information you need, why not have it? Why not know where it is and be more diligent about it? Mm -hmm. And you can kind of see that clearly that through your guys' school system and the reliance on the education and the overabundance and the standard, if you will. I mean, it's one thing the German people have always been known for is the amount of perfection you guys put in your work. Mm -hmm. A lot of people still say German stuff's over-engineered. Yeah. How you over-engineer something, I don't know, because it's <laughs> you're basically perfecting it. Now, when it came down to the war, in the cases of your tanks and your airplanes, 
when you're quote unquote over engineering stuff, it takes longer to produce that because you're perfecting it. Whereas the Allies, we're just stamping it out in General Motors yeah. and Westinghouse and GE yeah. are just running off the line. Yeah. And so your tanks were better than ours. Yeah. For the most part, your airplanes were better than ours, but we had the numbers. Yeah. Because we didn't put in the effort, we didn't perfect it. Yeah. We just make it, make it work and make yeah. it happen. If this is what this is what end also uh, World War Two quicker than than you know because yeah. America out manufactured yeah, Germany yeah. as simple as that you know. You could have the which was a good thing, don't get me. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> it was. It turned out all the perfect, you know. But you can have the greatest tank in the world, but yeah. if you only have one, and we got 500. <laughs> exactly. You may take out 350 of yeah. them. But yeah. the rest of them will still come and, yeah. and win the combat. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that's one of the that over engineering and the quest for perfection. That's one of the things that cost the Third Reich the yeah. war was yeah. because you guys couldn't produce your planes fast enough. You yeah. couldn't produce your tanks yeah. fast yeah. enough. Yeah. Let alone the navy. Yeah, they had also the the first uh, jet engine. You know, the the, the Messerschmitt had yeah. the first jet jet engine. You know, yeah. Into rocket <laughs> into into NASA space program exactly. People don't realize that we were able to send when we sent the first man to the moon. The NASA technology and most of our scientists were ex expats from Germany. We got their Möbius Möbius and and uh, uh, Werner von Braun. Yeah, you know, we yeah. we basically got the best minds in German yeah. science and brought them over here. Yeah, and and the Russian had the plans. You yeah. Know? Yeah, the Russians had the plans, and the Americans had the people. Yeah. See, it, this is exactly, we, we talk about constantly the same thing, you know. This is always based on discipline, on doing the right things, you know. This is constantly uh, essential, you know, if you want to, to succeed at some time at anything in later life. There is just no other way, you know. Yeah. And I see so, so many... Uh, instances. Uh, I wish the parents would be uh, uh, more forceful when it comes down to that. You know how? Uh, I mean, if be, if I be a stupid parent, I cannot raise a smart kid. I mean, as simple as that. You know. Unless I I look for for help. But you still have to be smart enough to find the right help. If you be stupid, you not look for it. You know. <laughs> it's all. You know what I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> this is. It's a. And I think it's the breakdown of the modern-day family structure yeah. that's causing a lot of these problems because yeah. most, a lot of younger kids especially, yeah. they're growing up in single-family homes. This is amazing what a human brain, children, what they're capable to if they've been trained the right way and be guided the right way. There, there are no stupid people in the world if they have been guided the right way. This is, they just have not the, the people behind who guide them in the direction, you know. And not to, over, not to oversimplify it, but we're all animals. Oh, of course. And you can of see course. the same thing with... We're all stupid, you can say we're all stupid, yeah. you know. And, well, and you can see the same thing with a good dog owner yeah. and a horrible dog owner. Exactly. If someone takes the, the, the dog... And spends time with it, yeah. teaches it what to do and what not to do, how yeah. to behave and, yeah. and where to use the bathroom yeah. and whatnot. That puppy grows up to be a yeah. well-behaved dog. Yeah. Whereas someone who just ties it to a rope, yeah. throws it in the front yard, the dog's going to bite people, the dog's going to have anxiety. Right. And, and once again, not to oversimplify yeah. it, but children are the same way. If you leave a child to its own devices, 
yeah. and you don't educate it and you don't teach it what's right and yeah. wrong, then you're going to have two completely different we have, children. We have in my hometown a very, a very talking about dogs, a very successful uh, dog club. You know, mm-hmm. in my home, in, in my hometown, they have about uh, maybe hundred members or maybe maybe more, and they have all the kennels outside on the clubhouses. Where all the dogs, whenever they came, they put them in the kennels, and then the owners go in the clubhouse and have their drink. They're always the same dog who make a lot of noise, and they're always the same dogs who do not make noise. And you know why? That's up to the owners. Mm-hmm. They know exactly in the clubhouse when a dog makes noise. They know exactly who it is. This is idiot dog. <laughs> they don't. They compare the dog with the owner. Yeah. Or vice versa. Because it's the owner's interaction, the way they take care of that dog. Exactly. They let it still happen, or not told the right thing, you know. Yeah. And once again, a teacher can tell you the same thing. Oh, same thing. <laughs> here's Susie, her brother's Jim. I had Jim two years ago. He was a nightmare. Yeah. And so you know, there's a good chance Susie's going to be a nightmare because you have the same parent as Jim who wasn't around. Yeah. Whereas there's Bobby. Bobby's yeah. a great student. I had him three years ago. Here yeah. comes his sister. Yeah. The likelihood that his sister is going to be yeah. good, just like he was, because yeah. of the parents. Yeah. You know what my philosophy is about. When we talk about age, my philosophy, my philosophy is if you uh, want to progress in age, is what we all have in mind, you know, getting as old as possible, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, the, the most important thing, you have, you have genes, what you inherit from your parents, and you cannot change them. Sure. They are there. They are there. With them has to agree. The number two issue is how much you abuse your body by drinking a lot or not enough. <laughs> drinking a lot, how to abuse your body. I mean, if you like it or not, this is facts, you know. And number three, how lucky we are. We can die on each corner in an accident and you can be the most healthiest person, you know. This is my three versions of when it comes down to age, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And as you just said, you're not, you're not promised tomorrow. Clearly, how you treat your body is one thing, but there's always yeah, a chance. Yeah. And I'm sure seeing a lot of the things you saw as a yeah, child, yeah. especially when it came to war, yes, training helps in war, but a lot of it yeah, is yeah, chance, yeah. whether that bullet hits you or the guy next to you. Right. And so I'm sure seeing that amount of destruction yeah. and horrors that you experienced, yeah. that probably made you take on the outlook Mm-hmm. that life is a gift right? and that your future's up to you. So never many, take, and you should never take it for granted, you know, no matter what it is, you know. Yeah. So many people use their past as an excuse of why they can't succeed in the future. <laughs> Yet you come from a generation and from areas that were literally, some, some of these small towns were yeah. wiped off the map. Yeah. A lot of the Jewish families, you know, their families were taken from them. Right. And they had two choices. Right. Dwell on it. Right, right. Or, for the sake of the family, yeah. their name, yeah. move past it, right. try to achieve right. and make a legacy. Right, right. And it seems that nowadays, with the younger generation, and my generation included, so many people want to take the victim mentality to justify 
and give them a excuse not to try and strive for the future because I can't succeed. X happened to me when I was a kid, or this happened to me. <laughs> and it's like, well, that's horrible shit. Yeah. It may affect parts of you and how you feel about things, but instead of making that hold you down, use that as a propellant to push you into a better future. And I've seen households where you have three siblings, they all had the same childhood, they had the same horrible parents, and one of them will hold on to that childhood and use that to justify their poor actions, their drinking, their drug use, whatever, and the other two siblings will look at that bad past and realize they want more out of life, more for their children, and they use that to get away from that life. And it's just so weird that you have three or four people from the same family yeah. and how drastically the outcome is different simply based on how they take their childhood and their past and either dwell on it and hold on to it as an excuse because they truly just don't want to try. They don't want to go out and bust their ass. It's just easier to say, well, right. because this happened to me, what was me? No. And it just it kills me to see people not utilize their potential. And I think that's one of the biggest problems we have is fewer and fewer people realize what they're capable of doing. And I think if everybody realizes no matter where they're at in life, they're capable at least 30% more. Whether you're successful or you're not, you know, if you're successful, you're probably work, you probably get a little further down the line. If you're not successful, you can get further up the line. But I just think it seems like people are starting to lose appreciation or even awareness of the potential that other people have in them. And I think that's very dangerous as well. People, we as, you know, this is getting a little little off to the side, but it just, it's, I just wish more people would realize that they're capable of so much more. And a lot of it doesn't take a whole hell of a lot yeah. of effort. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the capability is so great. The capability is even so great, it's, it, it's even undetectable. You cannot detect capabilities. Where, where do you know where your boundaries are? You, you don't know this. Yeah. You not know it. Not even if you try to extend uh, your whatever it is, your boundary in all areas, you don't, need, you don't even know where the end is. But in the meantime, if you do the right things, you realize you do something which is the right way to go in order to succeed, you know. And this will happen. And if people are smart enough and not getting crazy, they have unbelievable success and have and go a lot of problems out of the way. Yeah. Instead of being jealous of someone having something you don't, try to learn, hey, what do I need to know? How, how, what you can also see it as an inspiration. Yeah, exactly. Instead of, <laughs> Same thing. Instead of, negative and the positive all the time. Yeah, instead of hating them for what they have, yeah. appreciate it and, and try to, want, like we said before, you can either try to associate with more successful people yeah. and learn what they yeah. have learned, yeah. take whatever yeah. knowledge you're willing yeah. to give you, or you can just be jealous of them and say, the hell with them. That takes it to get nowhere. Yeah. You know, exactly. I'm so happy for everybody who succeed. 
who are happy, who who are just doing the right things in life. This is for me fantastic. Ever this is this is the kind of people I like. I like to associate with, not with negative problems, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I like people who are be above this kind of uh, thing, you know. This kind of yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. You know what Albert Einstein said? What's that? Albert Einstein said, if you want a happy hour, go to sleep. If you want a happy day, go fishing. And if you want a happy year, make sure you have at least enough money to live on this. And if you want, most important, a happy life, do what you do every day and like what you do. And I think those are perfect words to go out on. Thank you for your time, Fritz. Thank you. It's very too. educational. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, we will check with everybody next week. Thanks for tuning in to the What's the Scuttlebutt podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you.